right, good morning, good morning. Come on in, guys. We'll give it a few minutes and we'll get right into the show. Um, Today I will open it up. Bear with me, man. Uh, we're going to deal with it as we go. Uh, again, uh, Anthony Lockie came through yesterday about 6.56 a.m. with a $50 for thanks for being transparent and keeping it 100. Appreciate you, family. Thank you so much. Um, Joshua Thompson sent a, uh, $1 for last uh, show. Thank you so much for that. I think I missed Joshua. And I believe I hit up George Villadego, $10 for the facts and wisdom. Um, so again, thank you today. Oh, also, uh, Mr. Michael Feltz, Mr. Michael Feltz, who's a, someone I've coached on various occasions, uh, $50 for all it takes is one phone call. He enjoyed that show. So Mr. Michael Feltz, thank you so much uh, I, uh, for your contribution. And so, and again, thank you, Mr. Kabir and Tamir today. Uh, shout out to Kabir, man. Um, I enjoyed uh, putting together that video for you. Okay, let me post the link. Uh, if, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take people as they come in, but I'm gonna talk to you guys first about some things. And just cam up, cam up, uh, and come to me with a, a question about today's show or if there's something I taught in the past that maybe you just want a little bit of clarification on. Um, I'd love to speak with you or if you got a question about what's going on with you, we can chat briefly. Uh, it won't be like a coaching session or anything, but I certainly will give you guys an opportunity to speak with me. And so um, we'll do that. So I'm going to post this now. I won't get to you right now, but we'll get to you soon. And as you come in is as I will take you. Uh, so there we go. Link is in the uh, chat room there. Today it is open to uh, the public. So uh, uh, feel free to come on in. Uh, real quick, I want to thank all my members, Andrew, uh, SNO in here too. Uh, I'm just going to go up the list. John the Artist, good morning. Andrew, uh, an annual client of mine, good morning, sir. Hope you're well. <clears throat> SNO, Fred Casillas, Uncle Gun, salute. Good to see you as always. Uh, Easy Cleans on TikTok, salute. Fitness Vibes, salute. Uh, Phil, <laughs> just chill, man. Uh, George Elder, thank you, sir. Bernie EL, good to see you, Bernie. Thank you. Uh, Tamir, Yuri. Yuri. Russell, I'll see you in the back. Russell, will get to you first. Uh, <laughs> smiling back there. I see you, man. Keep that smile going. Um, Mo Money Moises Martinez. Salute, man, from Dallas. That's what's up. Michael Thompson, I see you. Um, there's Kabir. Uh, Broly Khan, I see you. Uh, Game Technical Apparel. Salute, man. Hope everything's well with you. I'm uh, just kind of going up here. Soprano973. <laughs> Protect EO at all costs, man. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah, we're all here, limited time, man. So we gotta appreciate one another while we have each other. I actually had to tell myself that earlier. It's like, I take a moment every, every morning, whether I'm busy or not, and try to remind myself to uh, show appreciation for everything and everyone I have. You guys are always included in that. Uh, all my subscribers, all my clients, past, present, future. Um, the business, the multiple, you know, things I have going on. My, my, my furry pets, man, I love them to death and my life wouldn't be the same. Now, obviously, at some point we all got to go, but, you know, if you still got them, appreciate them, you know, and just everything, man. You know, life itself, working faculties within, you know, the, the body, uh, home, you know, food to eat, everything, man. I really do can't stress enough. Showing gratitude for what you have, and that offers, uh, that makes room for uh, growth and new things to enter as well. Uh, Gabriel, I see you. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, Aiden, welcome aboard. New member, appreciate that. Uh, Felix, hello, watching from South Africa. Salute, man. Live you, there's my guy. Good morning, man. Look forward to talking with you in the upcoming weeks. Uh, good to see you, Livia. Uh, Salvador Aguilera, shame to honor, one, four, four, give me some chochon. Uh, good day, O-G-E-O. <laughs> oh, shit. You ever seen Blood In, Blood Out? Uh, shame. Give me some chochon. Bueno. Miklo. Miklo. <laughs> Luis Vega, shout out to you from Massachusetts, man. Salute, salute. Fitness Vibes, I think I said hello already. Uh, Mo Money, uh, Moises Martinez, $5 on the day. I don't have to wait for the message. I know it's gonna be dope, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Still I rise, good morning, sir. Joel, Joel, hello, from uh, Brooklyn. That's what's up, man, you New Yorkers cel uh, celebrate and, and represent the champion game, man. Uh, New York is uh, my biggest uh, uh, state. Um, in terms of you know the cities around in New York, uh, where we really uh, the, the numbers are up there. Uh, all right, well let's get into it. I'm just going to cut, put the music down just a tad. Um, I want to talk a little bit about a date night, uh, a date night thing to bring up. Uh, now I want to say, <laughs> give me some chochon, uh, Freddie. Remember that shit? Give me some chochon. Oh, man. Good times, man. I remember watching that as a teenager. My boys. My boy, Mondo. Shout out to Armando, bro. He and I used to wrestle and shit all the time. You know, very active with sports and uh, womanizing. <laughs> Mondo was cool back in the day. Strong dude. Real, real thin. Um, real thin guy, but very strong. Uh, stronger than the bodybuilders, man. And so don't underestimate skinny dudes. Skinny dudes can sometimes have some, you know, great strength. Um, Xavier Pardo, good to see you. Okay. Real quick. Got something coming on here. Alfred Stevenson, man. $50 for my duty. Yo, happy Friday, man. Alfred. I know Alfred makes paper, man. He don't, he doesn't miss. <laughs> so hope to meet you one day, Alfred, among, uh, you know, many of you men. Hope we can somehow along the way uh, unite and uh, get, get to meet each other, man. Uh, Alfred, thank you so much. 
Love you, brother. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Okay, let me just turn this down just a tad. There we go. A little bit lower. All right. So there is a, uh, there's something that I've done on many dates before uh, just to kind of, um, well, you know, many men always talk about like sexual tension. How do you build sexual tension? Well, the truth is you can't really build something that doesn't exist from the onset, meaning it's an illusion to think that you can, you can wear a woman down, but that's not real attraction. Real attraction is when she lays eyes on you um, and just you, your look, um, your behaviors, the way you speak, how you conduct yourself, that is what gets a woman's juices flowing. Now, if she doesn't have that from the beginning, it's very rare when she actually does have that. Now, just because she ends up going with you doesn't mean that you're like a preference. It just means that, you know, she's weighed her options. Maybe you offer the most value at this time. So she decides to share her time with you. But we're talking about like, you know, like real sexual attraction that comes from the side of you. It really does. And, uh, and it comes from, you know, a little bit of hearing you speak, how you talk, you know, your body language, that sort of thing. It all ties your, 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 uh, your appearance, that all matters. So you can't like create attraction that wasn't there. Now you can create comfort, but not attraction. Okay. So I just want to express the difference between the two. The delineation is that attraction is one thing. Comfort is another thing. And I think sometimes guys confuse the two. Um, you can grow on a person depending on how much value you provide and depending on what she has going on in her life at the time, if you were able to step in and provide benefit, then she'll find a way to, you know, make it happen with you. But we're talking about sexual attraction. It's either there or it isn't. Um, and that's a, that's a big cope out here, you know, that you can create it after the fact. And the truth is very seldom is that possible. You can create comfort, but you can't create attraction. Russell's in his chair spinning around, man. <laughs> Russell's doing a, some, um, some uh, 1990s uh, dance moves in his room. Again, feel free to come on in the room if you want to ask me any questions. But uh, we've got one in the queue right now. But there was one thing that I would do. Now, again, I don't ever advise that like what I say or how I say it, that you say it just like me, because you won't be able to deliver it just like me. However, take the principle of what I teach and make it your own and it will, it should have some effect. Okay. Um, I've tested these things that I've come up with, uh, um, numerous times. And, um, uh, this one in particular does introduce sex talk and it's not direct. Like, you know, I want to take you home and screw you now. YouTube chill. Now, have I talked like that before on a date? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. But you better know that she's ready uh, for you. And, you know, uh, but this this is a good way to kind of introduce sex without having it be directly at her. OK, so let's say you're on a date. You're on a date with a girl. You guys are like, you know, good vibes going. You got a couple drinks, uh, maybe a sangria, something. You know, you're having some drinks, you're sitting at a table, maybe even you're having a light meal. It could be, you know, you're having an appetizer, sharing something small. First date, you don't want to do anything too big. But if you're hungry and you want, and the, you know, and you, I don't mind a little finger food here and there. That's fine with me. Some finger food is fine, but, you know, n nothing, nothing too crazy. So, but if it's just drinks, that's even better. 
So let's say you're sitting in like a, a like kind of a restaurant environment, maybe the restaurant bar, more specifically the restaurant bar. There's people at the bar and then there's usually tables around the bar in a lot of ca- in a lot of cases. And so one thing I want you to ask her is say, hey, let's 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 have a little fun. Let's look around at the couples and let's determine who's going to go home and have sex. OK, so ba- you, you, you tell her, hey, let's do something fun. Let's look around it. Let's, you know, we got to be inconspicuous. You don't want to, we don't want to be staring and stuff. You, you can even tell her like three, you know, three o'clock, you know, you can tell her, all right, the couple three o'clock over here. Say, what do you think? You think he's going to bang her tonight? You think they're going to have sex? And then, and then it, it gets her talking about it and thinking about it. And it's a fun activity and you have to answer too. So she'll say, I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, like, I don't know. They haven't said a word to each other in the last two minutes. I'm like, yeah, I think, I think they're kind of tired of each other. <laughs> it's definitely not a, a first meetup like ours. So you want to kind of throw in a little dialogue and insert what the two of you are doing in with this conversation. Then you kind of switch it over. All right, let's go over here. 10 o'clock. Oh, there's a couple over there at 10 o'clock. She's smiling a lot. This, that might be a first date. They might be on their first little meetup. Um, so you kind of just... And then you want to end with a couple that's not going to have sex. So if she's like, ooh, no, I don't think they're going to have sex. You could throw in something like, it's good that we don't have that in common. It's good that we don't have that in common. And so it, it, it may get her to chuckle. It may get her to smirk or, you know, blush or whatever. And you got to be cool about it. Now, if she does say, well, what do you mean? I'm not having sex tonight. You can say, you know, you could just say, uh, yeah, me either. Not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not having sex tonight either. You know, uh, something like that. Uh, but, you know, you don't want to take it from her if she tells you, what do you mean? I'm not having sex with you tonight. I doubt that she would do that. She might do it in a playful manner. She could do that. And then you say, um, you know, uh, what are you talking about? Uh, I didn't say we we're having sex tonight. I said we don't have that in common. Don't predict how the night's going to go. Let's let's uh, let, let's let's flow with it. You know, something like that. But by and large, if you're introducing the sex game where you're looking around at other couples again, conspicuously, you know, uh, or inconspicuously, don't don't stare. Be covert about it. And then you you ask her, all right, couple behind me, you know, don't stare. But they've been kind of arguing or whatever, or whatever, you know, a man should know his environment anyway. So you should have already be picking up on behaviors within the atmosphere. Uh, a man shouldn't just be zoning in on his date. He, he should be paying attention to his date, but also paying attention to what's going on in the restaurant, the staff, um, the entire surrounding. That's what a man does. That's part of being a leader and a protector too. And so you should already be picking up on certain behaviors and then, then now that you've already kind of identified some energy with couples around, that one's not talking much, this one is, this one's older, you know, you could even insert some humor like, hey, they, they're going to go home and put on mash and go to bed. Uh, they ain't smashing tonight. Uh, they're going to get up at 6 a.m. and go buy eggs, you know, at the grocery store. So, you know, you got to be able to kind of insert a little humor, too. But this at least gets the woman thinking about sex. So the sex game, it's been very successful for me. It's a fun activity. Um, it shows you're not afraid to bring up sex. It shows you're kind of calibrated, you know, the game. So you can, you could study a person's body language. You can understand what's going on. So it shows a lot about you. And so practice that, um, master that in your own way. 
and I, and I, and I do believe that you're going to have a little fun with that. And so, uh, the sex game, it's, it, it's fun. It's fun. Everything by John, $5. Good morning, sir. I love it. Oh, ha, ha, she might get juicy and change your mind right then and there, baby. Of course, of course. Now, I never had a woman tell me, and I, I'll just be honest. If I did, I'd tell you, but I never had a woman tell me if I ever did bring up, you know, good thing we don't have that in common. I've never had a woman tell me, what do you mean? I'm not having sex with you. I wouldn't even go out with a girl who said that. I would already pick that energy up from communication prior to the meetup that she wasn't interested in me and I wouldn't be on a, a date with a woman like that. You know, I would already have picked that up, that level of resistance. And so this is why wearing a woman down isn't in your best interest. You should go with women that want to be with you, find you attractive, find you sexually attractive, and that the thought of being in your bed, although might be a little scary because you, she knows you can do some things, it also is very exhilarating. So um, that's why I told you, Women you want cancel dates. Women that want you don't cancel dates. And if you could just live by that, even in business, people that want to do business with you, stay in, stay in communication with you, those are people that are more committed. Those that you have to hunt down, you know, you have to email over and over. They're not answering the phone. I mean, that person's either irresponsible, already consumed by other projects, or they don't want to deal with you. And so that's why we have to learn how to let go and move in the direction where, where, where correspondence exists, okay? In every area. So just double check and make sure I'm not missing anything. Russell, are you ready? We're going to bring you on, man. Um, I've already introduced the uh, Bernie E.L. coming in here, man. Large. $100 from Bernie E.L., man. <laughs> Appreciate you, family. Two in a row. Oh, shit, I think I missed something huge up here. Wait a minute, man. I think I missed something huge at the top. Hold on. Let me just get to Bernie real quick because I just saw it. Bernie, salute, man. Well, I got a little special video for Bernie. This, this, this actually is Bernie out on a Friday night. This is what Bernie does out there in Cali, man. This is what Bernie does. <laughs> it looked like Bernie, too. I think it is Bernie. Salute to you, Bernie. Much love, family. Thank you so much for everything you do. Bernie, thank you so much, man. It's a dope video. Another member of the Hondo Club. Thank you, sir, for everything you do. Uh, humble. Humble by. Uh, let me scroll back up to the top here because I missed something. And Greg, man, Greg came in with a G in the last week, man. Shout out to Greg out there making big bucks. I like to have guys like this in my network. You know I love money. You know I uh, money offers opportunities. Um, without money, you can't do much in life. It doesn't necessarily mean it bring, well, money does bring happiness. Don't get me wrong. It offers you a potential. It offers you the potential to create wonderful experiences for yourself and others. So of course, money can bring happiness. Um, but you got to manage money, right? You have to respect money. It can't own you. You have to own it. 
but I'll never be one to say money doesn't matter. And I love to have prospering men not only following us, but even in my network, you know, people who are making money. And Greg is and Greg and Bernie and Alfred and Kabir and 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 and, and unique and um, uh, Neil and uh, you know all the other gentlemen who have been here before, all you guys who have given. You're working, man. And so Greg Woodley, uh, Woolley, pardon me. Yeah, Greg Woolley. <laughs> I said Woodley. Wooly, five hundred dollars, a thousand in a week. You have set the record <laughs> uh, for uh, contributions. So, Greg, I got to do something special for you, man. If you're dropping five hundred dollar bombs, uh, you might get a three minute video. <laughs> and so, I will do that. I'll have something created uh, over the weekend in case you decide to come back. If this is kind of a regular thing for you, I don't know. I don't want to force that upon you, but. If you ever do it again, uh, there will be a video waiting for Mr. Greg. So thank you so much, value for value. Uh, I'm humbled. Uh, the Antisocial uh, Socialite uh, Podcast, a $5 sticker. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Man, Fitness Vibe says you got to join the hunter. Hey, come on, man. Uh, this is for the champs. This is the champ club. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Th uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg, so much. You have a great week as well. Thank you. Miguel uh, Ponce, uh, welcome aboard to the new channel, man. Uh, go through the catalog and, and, and uh, spend some time and see what you can come up with. All right, let me lower this music. And we're going to bring in Russell. I'm going to post the link one more time. If you have a question for me, you want to come on, uh, cam up, come on and ask me a question. You're welcome to. If not, I've already given uh, the game. Uh, it, it's a short one, but uh, the sex game, I think it's something that you want to introduce at, at the right time. If the vibe is good, you look good. She looks good. You guys are kind of, you know, smiling at each other. She's following your lead. I think at some point during the date, while you're at in the atmosphere, bar atmosphere, restaurant atmosphere, whatever atmosphere, and you introduce the sex game and say, hey, listen, let's do something a little fun, okay? But we got to be a little covert. We got to be like uh, agents about this, okay? Let's do something fun. Maybe you tap her on the hand, you know, touch her hand. Hey, let's do something a little fun here. Uh, I'm going to put a little smile on your face real quick. Check this out. We're going to play the sex game. Oh, what's the sex game? Uh, a sex game is, uh, you know, when we're going to look around at some of these patrons here and find out what, what do you think? Do you think they're going to smash tonight or what? So look at this couple over here uh, to my left. Um, don't look now, but, you know, give it a second or two and let me know. What do you think? You think they're going to go home and have sex? And, you know, you just kind of do it like that and it just it gets it gets it going. And so um, and then nightcap at my place. Hey, let's close out here. I'm not too far from here. Let's have one and done at my place. That's another thing you could tell a woman. Hey, listen, one and done at my place and we'll call it a night. Let me give you this game. This is important. Tell a woman, hey, listen, let's close out here. I'm not too far. Let's have a one and done at my place and we'll close the night out. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to have sex with her. It just means you're taking her to your house. Maybe you don't want to have sex with her. Maybe it's not the right time for you. Okay. But one and done, say this, guys. This is the champion way. One and done at my place. Listen, we're going to close out here. I'm not too far. Follow me. Um, one and done at my place. We'll call it a night. 
couple things that this does. It, it takes the edge off of her of, of any pressure of having to have sex because you're, you're saying one and done. And if she's not ready, don't make her be ready before she's ready. Maybe she's not ready. And so maybe one and done, maybe there's a little kissing, a little fondling goes on. Maybe you don't go you know, to sex yet. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but one and done takes the edge off and it's more likely that she feels safer and more comfortable to come to your place if you say one and done. Now, if you say, hey, let's take this back to my place and we'll have drinks there, like drinks, plural. I've never said really drinks, plural. I'll just say, listen, one and done at my place, we'll call it a night. Let's finish up there. Follow me. It's much better than saying drinks, okay? Because that implies being there for a long period of time. You want to give women the choice. You don't want to force them into anything. You want to make sure that they, she chooses to be with you on her own accord, okay? And so when you say drink, we're going to finish it up at my place, one and done. Boom, we're out, we're done. She may not even want to finish it up after one. You may pour a drink from a bottle of Prosecco or Moscato or whatever it is you want to pour her for the summer night. And um, she might say she might be ready for another one. And then now you go ahead and, and flow into that. But if you trust me, this is the this is the EO way. One and done at my place. We'll call it a night. That is the way to do it. That also puts like a little bit of like, hmm, what's he going to do after this? What do you mean one and done? I thought we were hanging out like this also encourages her to want to be with you longer. OK, so. Take that with you. These are clips. <laughs> These, this is the, the champion way. No one taught me this. This is me. This comes out of my own creativity. And so um, you do it right. You're in good shape. Hang on one second. Okay. Just making sure I'm not missing anything. All right. Two big ones for uh, 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 date nights that I just introduced. And I also said a lot at the beginning when I talked about, you know, you can't really build sexual attraction. It's either there. The sexual attraction is there based off look, appearance, behavior. But then you can build that tension up from a foundation that's already been set. Um, but you can build comfort. Remember that. You can build comfort, but you can't build attraction. Um, Lyndon King, welcome aboard. Thank you. Good to have you. One and done, George. One and done, baby. Especially if the night's young. Let's just say it's like 10 o'clock or 1030 or the restaurant closes at 11. You know, sometimes, you know, close a little later. So if you're like, listen, we're going to close out here. I'm not too far. Let's go to my place. I got a nice uh, deck. Come sit on my deck. <laughs> listen, come sit on my deck. Wait, what? Uh, come sit on my deck and um, one and done in my place. I got a, I got a, a, a Moscato, bottle of Moscato chilled right now. So let's have a toast and we'll call it. And that will encourage her to want to come by and say, wait, what's he, what's he going to do after me? Is he going to get somebody else? And say, oh, well, could. <laughs> I, I could. But, um, or I might, you know, or, you, you know, you, you can get it. So, all right, Russell. Welcome aboard, sir. Good to see you after such a long delay. I haven't uh, had one of these where I opened it up. So can you hear me? Oh, he took off, man. <laughs> he took off. Maybe he'll come back. My part is over. The show is over. 
<laughs> so now, I mean, pardon me, my presentation is over. I gave you the game already and it was enough game for a lifetime. You know, it's going to work heavy, 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 heavy dose of game there. And so, but remember, it's all predicated though on attraction. So, you know, that's not to say a woman still won't smash you if she's got my uh, medium attraction to you. She still could. Uh, but, you know, we really want to go with women that are ready for us and you know, really into us. Those are the women that are going to bring the best treatment. Why do you want to waste your precious time on someone who's lukewarm about you? We want to go with women that have that, 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 that big time attraction. Russell, you keep coming in and out, family. <laughs> he came in, he took all. He said, I can't talk to you. I, I, he was he was doing the spin move in the chair, and then uh, and then he said I can't I can't talk to him. <laughs> I can't I can't after all I can't talk to him. So uh, coach got them innuendos all day, baby. <laughs> all day it never stops, Andrew. Um. So we'll give it a couple of minutes. If nobody comes on, I'm going to end the show. Uh, we're already 37 minutes in. We'll, we'll call this a quickie, uh, Friday quickies. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know me, I got a ton of things to do. Uh, Lyndon says, your first book is dope, Coach. Thanks for all you do. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for picking that one up. I do think it's a great book. And the next installment will, will follow it nicely. And so uh, if you're interested in reading some of my writing, uh, my first book, Amazon, uh, Cut the Bullshit on Amazon. And it could be something that could really introduce some new concepts to your life that could uh, uh, really help things. Uh, Eric Hughes, brother, I am grateful for you, uh, for, for, for you, for you lead. Salute. Thank you. Uh, any updates on the second book? Live you. Um, no, I really don't. With the relocation recently and working on DNAs and stuff like that, I'll be honest, I've kind of abandoned the project. And not really abandon it, just put it off. But a lot is done within the book already. Um, I really could publish it today. It'd be a short read. It might be 115, 125 pages. I mean, I could, I could release it now, but I wanted to add a little more to it. Um, but um, Olivia, thank you so much for kind of bringing it to my attention. It is on the back burner. It's not a priority, but I'd like to accelerate that and bring it to you uh, soon. So... I could publish it now. Um, there's enough writing to it uh, that I'm very pleased with. I could publish it as a short read. Um, maybe I will. Maybe I will, but I'd like to add a little to it. Greg Woolley, uh, uh, the major champion here in this chat room, says, Cut the Bullshit was a great read. Gonna read it again soon. Looking forward on the next book that you put out. Thank you, sir. Much love. Fitness Vibe says, I'm buying a book today. Salute, man. Enjoy it. You know, it's a short read. I, I, um, it's about 200 pages, I believe. 204, somewhere in, that, in there. Um, you know, and, and I like it that way. You know, um, you could read a couple chapters and then, you know, let it, let it sink in. That sort of thing. Uh, GTJD, big, uh, big yourself. Big yourself, big ups, um, big yourself up to the max, bro. You're a blessing. Thank you, sir. You're a blessing too. John the artist, what would you, uh, what would you do if the price or if the place is in question is more than five minutes away from your house? Now, listen, um, I like to stay within five minutes or so. Now, if you go 10 minutes, that's fine. 10 minutes. 
even 15 minutes could work, but that's a little long. I mean, uh, you know, there's got to be something. This is also part of like your selection process of where you want to live. You know, where you live, is there places that you'd like to frequent? You know, I like to be in close proximity to places that I might need to go to. Grocery store, hospital, school. These are things to think about. Like if you have a family too, you know, the education system, where does it rank? Where's the closest hospital? You know, you might have to go to the hospital. You might have an emergency. Um, you know, grocery stores, gas stations, uh, you know, uh, um, little convenience stores, things like that. And then you have like, you know, your restaurants and bars and such. So when you're, when you're picking a place, take these things into consideration uh, because this is how you're going to transition from a date to back to the place. I'd never go on. I've never really went on dates where I had to go longer. I mean, honestly, Longer than 10 minutes? Nah, man, I can't think of anything. I mean, five minutes, man. <laughs> uh, five minutes. Because, uh, you know, I already know what I want to do. And um, plus, you know, I, I just, I'm not going for, I, I'm not. Uh, and I will pass on that ass. See, this is the thing. Guys are like, damn, but, you know, she kind of lives far away from me. She mean I want to come all this way. Uh, 97 pages of champ game. Yeah, Bryson, what's good? Um, See, you're afraid that you're going to miss that ass and YouTube chill. I'm not trying to be as vulgar. (laughs) But see, I'm not. Like, it's either going to be the way I want it to be, which is the best way, or it's not going to happen. And once you start kind of living by that principle, you'll start having this champion mentality that I've been teaching you for the longest. It's either going to be... See, but... I know a woman is safe with me. I, you know, I'm involved, but I'm speaking, you know, generally. But I know a woman's safe with me. I know a woman has nothing to worry about when she's with me. I know I'm going to take great care of her. You know, um, I have a place. I, I have, you know, I, I have it in my arsenal to provide a beautiful experience uh, for for a guest. You know, so I already know this. I've built this. I, I've built it from scratch. So. I'm confident in saying you're going to come to me where I'm at. I'm confident in saying that. But guys, most of the time, they're, they're trying to connect with women on scarcity. You know, on scarcity, you don't have a foundation set. I'm not saying you have to be perfect. There's no such thing. But don't be afraid of giving these women instructions and telling them what to do. Don't be afraid of it. Listen, if she comes back to you with some combativeness, um, I'll be honest with you. Say, hey, listen, this is where I'm going to be. So... Um, if you want to join me, you're welcome to. Let me know now. If not, uh, maybe some other time. You don't have to, like, you know, fucking discard her like she's a piece of trash. and let But stand on your shit. Uh, I'm not going to a woman, and I'm not going farther than 5, 10 minutes. And this is what I teach. Now, there's other channels where they'll tell you to drive fucking 60 miles for abroad. They, there's channels where they tell you to fly overseas for women, man. I'm not that guy. This is not my life, and this is not what I coach. Uh, nothing against it, but that's not me. And, and I'm not teaching that. Okay, I'm not teaching that shit. Uh, <clears throat> he said, I live far away from the city. I, I thought you were moving to the city. Maybe we'll talk more about that. 
he's an annual client of mine, pardon me. When I go out, I get a nice Airbnb. Now that's a secondary option. I did talk in the past about if you're gonna be in the city, get yourself a hotel room, get yourself a nice Airbnb. I, I presented this message two, three years ago where I said, listen, if there's, if there's a chick that you've been talking to, she lives over, you know, she lives, you know, uh, in the city, you're not in the city. Look, if you wanna get to her that bad or whatever, go on ahead and book yourself a nice room for the uh, for the weekend maybe saturday maybe friday saturday or just friday into saturday let her know listen i'm gonna be in the city i got myself a room let's let's hook up okay or if it's a date you know you already get yourself an airbnb don't drive all that way back home um after you've been drinking a little bit take care of you number one take care of you number one you come i mean and your guest but don't drink too much, all that stuff. But certainly you can do that. But once you put yourself, you strategically pick your place of residence in an atmosphere, in, a, in an environment where there's a lot to, that you can get to in a short amount of time. This is also game. This is, it's not just like gaming a woman. It's gaming, framing your life, framing your life so it's more convenient for you everything the the game is about how you frame it okay just like a house you start with the bottom you start with the frame then you work up it's the same thing with a man it's not just about women how are you building things so it could be easier for you more convenient for you you know this matters so Ozzy Duran, $10. I got, some, I got some homies in the back right now. We got three. So I'm going to start with Tamir. We're going to go to Angel Guy, 72. And then we got Champion. Uh, oh, we got, okay. Uh, he got his mask on, man. <laughs> uh, we're going to pull the mask off. <laughs> He's over here looking like snake eyes and shit in the back. Was that snake eyes? Storm Shadow? No, it was, it was <laughs> old school G.I. Joe, bro. Ozzy, thank you so much for that. Exactly. Romance all of life. As I said, it's not just romancing the woman, romancing the man, romancing your plants. You got plants, bro? Romance them. Um, food, the food you eat, you romance it. You're very grateful for it. You understand the process of how it, how it got to your plate, which is oftentimes very brutal. So you have to be very thankful. There he is, man. I, have, I got a chance to meet the great Samir. What's up, bro? <laughs> hey, how you doing, Mr. Overton? I'm good, Yo, I man. Thank, thank you. you, man. Like, I go back and listen to your videos a lot, and you be hitting on some poignant, poignant topics, and like everything you say, just it just be resonating and hitting in me. So I gotta, I gotta contribute what I can. I wish I could do more, but that's what I got for now. But um, no, man, uh, that's that's okay. Uh, uh, anything. I mean, listen, I I don't, I, I don't even really need anybody to give. What I mean is, it's nice and it helps. I mean, if if people weren't giving. Shows like this wouldn't be possible because then I'd have to put my time into other things. So, you know, you have to be rewarded and compensated for your knowledge and insight. But, you know, you've been given a you give, bro. And I appreciate that. Uh, is there anything you want to ask me or run by me or? There is. Uh, so I know I had thrown a couple questions at you about my last relationship and such. Uh, kind of jumped into it way too early. Yeah. And then uh, it ended about three weeks ago, you know, and uh, she didn't really want to go, but it was really time. And uh, I I kind of reflect a little bit, and I have been reflecting and realizing that I, I kind of jump into relationships all the time like that. Either I'm 
just hooking up with a bunch of chicks or I'm um, just jumping in way too early. Like, I knew six months is not it's too early. I need, I was even telling her, I'm like, hey, this is kind of early. I got to kind of see you for a year, see how we work together and all that before we really jump into anything. And uh, I don't want to be monogamous. And I've kind of given it one second. I've given it like a try here and there. Like I've been fully monogamous, you know, and not cheated or anything. But I don't. What I really want for my life is a main piece and a steady side girl. You know, that's like kind of really, really where I'm at. Because I kind of played with having different women, having three kind of serious women that I'm seeing every week. But I think a main piece and a, a side girl, a steady side girl, is what I really want. So right now I have a lot of financial goals and stuff I want to hit. So I'm kind of putting the focus back on myself because I was focused on the woman a lot. She needed a lot of help. And I saw potential in her, so I, I wanted to help. But right now I'm bringing the focus back on myself. Don't have a lot of time to really date too much, and I don't want to even spend that money on dating right now like that. But I do want to get some hookups, you know. I want to I want to pleasure the beast, you know. Uh, what else? That's the only way I can really put it. You know what I mean? I just want to get it in every now and then, every at least, you know, two, three times a week. So is it even productive for me to just go and talk to these women and tell them, hey, this is what I want to get for a hookup? Or should I just let it build naturally? If I see a chick I do want to take on a date, I'll take her on a date and... Uh-oh, I think I lost him, man. He cut off there. Tamir, you still there? I think we lost him. Tamir, there you go. You're coming back. You're coming back. All right, you, you just came back. All right. Can Did you, you hear any of that? <laughs> I, I heard, the last thing I heard was, should I, should I just tell them directly that I just want, you know, basically a casual situation or should you let it basically kind of develop into that? Um, and then there was something else you were saying. Do you want to finish your question? Um, yeah, I was saying, should I fucking waste my time? We're not, it's not a waste of time, but I'm saying, should I actually pursue getting these hookups or just keep focused on my financial goals, my business goals. And as the women okay. come, if I get a hookup, okay. or should I? So I'll tell you how I, I'll tell you how I've done it in the past. I mean, nothing comes before myself. No woman, no ass, no nothing. I mean, I'm not, listen, do I want, you know, sex is cool. I, I mean, sex is dope and it's not as dope to me now. You know, I got, you know, right. I, I, I'm not out there like that now, but you know, but back in my twenties, yeah, sex was a big priority, even my thirties. But as I've gotten older, I, I've seen that sex doesn't bring a huge, you know, return on investment, you know, like even just even just slotting two hours for me right now, like let's just say I was casually dating just all kinds of women, even to slot a woman two hours to give her two hours of my time, bro, I'm missing money. I'm missing shit. Uh, connecting with a, a developer on a, another project. I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing a lot of shit to fuck with a woman. I, this is what I'm gonna tell you about women. They should come dead last in your life. Dead last. I'm talking like once you've taken care of you, your fitness, your health goals, You've made your money. You've even probably even spent a little alone time doing some stuff that's considered a hobby. Once you've done all that and you've checked all your boxes, I think now's the time for a female, really, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, and at that point, you should have options anyway. 
um, because you've taken care of you, you're not in a desperate place. Now, I want to ask you a question about the girl you were with. You said you helped her. How did you help her? Um, she was just kind of all over the fucking place. So I kind of felt like I focused her. You know what I mean? She got, mm-hmm. she never had a relationship or supposedly from what she's telling me, you know, she was bipolar. She's, she's kind of a lot to deal with, you know, but, um, <laughs> when she came along, I had a rotation of five girls. She was number six. Uh, she kind of knew and then she didn't know. She didn't kind of know. She knew. And then she how, was, how was she, with how was she able to elevate herself over five other girls? Cause clearly you prioritized her. I did. I so why, why was her. she able to? Why was she able to eliminate five other girls from your system? What, why was she so special? She kept uh, proving to me that she wanted. She said she wanted to be my woman. I said, "Listen, like, I'm kind of happy where I'm at right now. These women do this for me. This girl does that for me. Like, it's gonna be a lot." I'm not easy to be with, you know, like, it's going to be a lot for you. That's what I was telling her. And she's like, I'll do whatever I need to do. And I was like, all right. So I started her off just every week. She would put, get my groceries for me. And then, like you know, buy them, was, buy them or get them. She would buy them. And then, you know, I was like, whatever. She never asked me for money for us. So I was like, whatever. But then later on, I remember you were saying, I'm going to give her the money for that. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I... I would rather do that. Like, well, just remember, just remember, just remember this. The more that a woman invests into you, the more she's going to want to return for that. Women don't just do shit. Like they don't, no one, no, do you do anything and you don't want an investment, a return on it? <laughs> like, do you just do anything? Like, not, like typically, typically you might do something out of the kindness of your heart. You want nothing back for it. But by and large, anytime that you are involved with someone on a continuous basis, you want a return on your investment. That's just the bottom line. So anything that, this is why you should not do too much with or for or allow casual chicks to do a lot for you. Like if you know you don't have a future for a woman, don't do a lot for her. Don't let her do a lot for you because the more she does for you, the more you're confusing things. And the more you do for her, you're confusing things. So if you truly do just want to smash girls then just smash girls, you know, set a time, schedule it, smash, don't eat together. That's not to say you can't pass her something on her way out. You know, like, Hey, listen, uh, you know, Hey, take this drink with you. You know, just let me know when, wherever you land, just let me know you got there. I'll, and I'll, I'll hit you up next week. That it has to be to that extent only. Uh, because now you're, if you, if you're letting them stay the night, like I told you, staying the night, giving them unsolicited advice, finding out what's wrong with their life and they're telling you what's wrong and you're sitting there talking to them and fucking, you know, being a therapist for them. Now it's actually surpassed casual is going into something completely different. And now you've confused things. So I blame men. Anytime like a situation fucks up, I blame the man. You know that because you you can't really blame a woman for being a woman, but I can blame you for not being a man. So, so moving forward, I mean, don't do any anything extracurricular with a female that you know with certainty that you're not going to ever elevate to a girlfriend or a wife. Now, here's the problem. Not a problem, but here's the problem for most men. It will be short-lived. So you might smash her a couple of times, 
And then she's, what'll happen is she'll evaluate and say, okay, so all I'm getting from this guy is sex. The other guy wants to give me sex and give me dates too. He wants to give me dates, sex, and a relationship. He, this other dude, uh, Samir, only wants to give me sex. And if she's not like fucking head over heels attracted to you or head over heels, you know, like, like being sexed by you, you're going to make that decision a lot easier for her to go ahead and transition to another man. So I'm just letting you know, a lot of casual relationships don't last that long. If it's a really good one where it's built on trust, transparency, the two of you work really well together, it could go six months. Heck, it can go longer than that, but it's unlikely, uh, especially with how people are so easily distracted today. The likelihood of you maybe smashing someone casually and not doing anything extra for you might get a couple runs at her, but eventually it'll taper off, and you, that's part of the game. Yep. Like, you can't secure hookups. No, I okay? know that. Yeah, you can't secure it. Yeah. I, I, usually, I do not have a problem with them staying. They fucking, they literally, they'll always stay. Obviously, a couple of them just here and there. I only smash once or twice, but a lot of them stay with me. Like it I depends know. on the caliber of woman. So, so if you're if you got women around that are beneath you, like let's just say you call yourself a I don't know, I'll just throw out the number. You you're like a six, and she's like a four. Well, yeah, she may not have you know. You might be the best she can get. So you know, but right. if you're not the best a chick can get, if you're not the best a chick can get, and she might even be above you in terms of like her potential to uh, to extract you know value out in this game then if you hit it once or twice, she's probably going to be done with you because she's going to reflect and say, okay, I'm better than him. I got more going on than him. I'm, you know, I'm done with him. Right. That's it. it. It's ran its course. So in a lot of cases, if you want to keep women on your team longer, she has to see you as superior to her in almost every category because she can't do better than you. But if the woman does think she can do better than you and maybe she knows she could do better than you, then she's not going to stick around very long. Makes a lot of sense, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. Uh, so, right. just don't don't do anything extra for a chick that either has a comes in with a lot of baggage, a lot of problems. I'm not saying we're that every woman's gonna come in perfect with no issues. No, they are. But it's your it's up to you to kind of you know mitigate that. Make sure she doesn't bring in too much liability. Remember, we don't look at this with you know with love. We look at this as a business. You know, is this a right. good prospect? to introduce to my system. How much will it cost me? We don't want it to cost us a lot, especially if all we're going to do is get some sex out of it. We don't want it to cost a lot. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> now, That's if, where I'm at. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm yeah. not trying to go on all these fucking dates. It's like, yo, I'll get some hookups and then keep it, keep it rolling. But yeah, I'm going to focus on what I need to do with myself because yeah, my health decline, I gained fucking weight. My money's not where I need it to be. So yeah, I need to focus on all those things first. And the bitch comes last. Whether that's me going out to the bar for that night, I gotta make sure I get all my other shit done before I'm even prospecting, right? Well, uh, again, I'm not. I would never advocate to go like monk mode. Uh, that's just. I don't think you need yeah, to go monk mode. I, I just think bro. you need to prioritize. When I hear a guy saying, "Man, I gotta go monk," that just means that he doesn't know how to prioritize his life. Okay, because if you put a woman yeah, in, no, in her, I don't mean that. Yeah, Never. Well, but well, what I'm saying to anybody who does, you know, um, do this monk mode thing, you just don't know how to prioritize 
your life because if you did you would know that a woman comes dead last and you take care of all of the important things first and then now once everything is clear now you can dabble a little bit with females you don't put the female first and everything else is going to suffer that that's that's never going to help you and so you don't need to go monk mode when you when you activate sexual discipline and you stick to your priorities you never have to go monk mode as a matter of fact they're going to want to stick around because they know they're not being prioritized you know what I'm saying? Like women, okay, let me say this. There's, a, there's two types of women. There's a woman that's really into you and she respects how you prioritize your life. Then there's another woman who is gonna be offended by the way you prioritize your life and putting her last. She's gotta go anyway, cause we're not gonna deal with that. That's ego and we're not gonna deal with that. We wanna deal with women that, that look up to us, that are attracted to us and that find how we prioritize our lives to be an asset to her even because when we're full that means she benefits from our fullness you understand as men if we're full the right woman for us appreciates that respects that contributes to that even should i've had i've had women tell me no nah, no nah, go work put your work first <laughs> like i've even had women tell me that shit back in the pad she she don't want to be prioritized over what should be number one to me Right. Do you understand what I'm telling you? See, a woman will want you. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll let you close things out. But let me tell I'm saying this to you in the audience. A woman wants to get to move you off your square just so she can move you off your square and then dump your ass. Do you understand? <laughs> a, woman, a woman will move you off your square, make you reprioritize the things that matter and, put her, and move her up the prior, priority list just so she could dump you later for doing it. Okay, a woman will dump you for prioritizing her above what matters most. Just remember, she is. <laughs> this is why the so-called bad boys, okay, the guys that are hard to get, why do women always like hate them but love them? Because he always prioritizes what's most meaningful to him first. That's why. And then what nice guys do is they shuffle things around. Oh, she wants to hang out. I'll call off work. I'll do this. I'll get it's drunk. It's tough to get your head around that. Yeah, I mean, but it, but you got to start. But you got to start. You got to start, though. It ain't going to happen unless you start. You got to work up that muscle, man, that disciplined muscle. It ain't going to just work up itself. You, you have to work starting today. I'm not going to be sexually all over the place. I'm not going to watch porn like that. You know what I'm saying? It might be a treat here and there, or I might not watch it at all, you know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on money. You know, getting myself in line, my health, my credit, all that stuff. Right. And then you'll notice it'll be, it'll just flow easier with it when it comes to women. But you don't have to go monk. You just have to prioritize. Yeah. No, I, I really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. You give so much good advice, man. Like, countless. It's like, no matter what the fuck you're talking about, there's going to be some fucking gems flying out. I'm like, motherfucker, man. I'm trying yeah. to get smooth like you, you know, like I get in my modes too, where I'm like, I could tell yeah. people are into what I'm saying and everything, but I'm trying to get on your level, man. Trying to get yeah. on Bernie. Just get on your level, man. Level. Yeah, just, nah, get, just, just make Tamir the dopest Tamir he could be. You know what I'm saying? That, that you yep. know, you, you know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't ever try to get on another person's level because I don't want to. Number one, I'd be mm -hmm. abandoning myself. I feel what you were saying. You want to, I think what you mean is you want to elevate to that status in your own way. But, right. um, 
you know, it's okay to emulate someone for a little while while you're in the process of growth. There's nothing wrong with that. You pick one person, you're like, okay, this is my mentor, this is my coach. You know, I'm going to kind of emulate him a little bit. But eventually you do want to taper off from that and just do your own thing. But anyway, Tamir, good to see you. Be safe. Thank you. And um, I appreciate everything you do, man. Have a good one, man. We'll talk soon, bro. Later. So we had some other gentlemen in the back here, but they took off. So I'll give it a few more minutes. We're already at the hour mark. We're a little over. And so um, once, if these gentlemen want to return, then I'll be happy to assist. Uh, Keith Brown, salute. GT Extra, salute. Cheeto, I see you. Uh, Greg, yes, sir. Uh, Armando Hughes, what's he saying here? There's a lesson that can be learned in every situation. EO dropping real jewels. Yeah, man. Uh, and like I said, anytime I ever heard someone say, man, I got to go monk mode, bro. I'm going to go monk. That just means you don't have discipline and you don't know how to prioritize what's important. That means that women have a way of penetrating your program in a way that doesn't align with productivity. That's, that's all that means. So you're not going to lie to me. <laughs> you're not going to lie to me because when you're running your program tight, no woman can penetrate. Now, they could fall off. I'd rather women fall off than me shuffle things around and then I lose in the end. She's going she gonna to leave anyway. When, once she sees you've abandoned yourself, she abandons you. Let's do a TikTok clip real quick, all right? Once the woman observes you abandoning yourself it's inevitable that she will abandon you too just like if a woman's really into you and she sees that you value yourself she will likely value you too and so i mean i hope it resonates <laughs> i really do man the health and wealth podcast salute man donating to the play ten dollars thank you sir for that good to see you uh, always a pleasure. I'm just saying, man, I mean, you know, your system has to be so tight, so well oiled that you're willing to let them go because you and yourself and the infrastructure and, and, and the system and, you know, it, you can't let that. Have you ever seen a building not being maintained? Have you ever seen a property not being maintained? Now you got you know, weeds, you got all fingerprints, you know, it looks almost abandoned now. And so it, you must keep maintaining and grooming uh, your system and you can't let it go. Um, I'd rather a woman fall off than I fall off because if you fall off, she's falling off with you. <laughs> so if you ever fall off, a woman's falling off with you. All right. And so um, that's not to say you, you wouldn't have any ride or dies that you know, might live in a small studio apartment with you, you know, for a season or two. But why do you want to do that? You don't ever want to go down in quality of life. You always want to continue to elevate quality of life. Why would you want to go down in quality of life? You shouldn't want to. I still eat on paper plates, but I got fine china, you know, but I'm still a simple man. I'm still a simple man. I know when it's time to be simple and when it's time to, you know, Splurge a little bit. Tamir coming through, man, with uh, another donation, $10. Thanks again. My pleasure, bro. And Julio Chavez, $10, a young champion out there. Thank you, Julio. 
And Armando Hughes sent $20 for paying dues, coach. Loving gratitude, brother. Salute, man. Thank you for that. So we'll give it a couple minutes and we'll close it out, man. Uh, early, uh, you know, I think sometimes um, when the shows are like a little too long, it, it does take a while to get through. This is why we provide timestamps too, to make it easier for you. But, um, you know, I do want to urge you something as I was uh, going through my morning. Something hit me and I said, you know, I noticed something. When I'm exposing women and trying to teach you about the ways of most women, I noticed that you guys like that content more than when I hold you accountable as men. Like if I took a look, take a look at the ratio of likes and views and comments and that sort of thing. If I'm ever like exposing a woman, you guys tend to like that. But then if I'm exposing you to try to help you become stronger men, the likes are, are fewer. The correspondence in the, in, the, in the chat room is a little bit, is, is less. Even comments are fewer. And that's a problem. Okay, you cannot be above reproach. You, 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 you must sit in that hot seat and say, you know what, I may not like what he's telling me. I may be mad as shit that I blew some, uh, some opportunities in my life, but I'm gonna take this new information, appreciate it, and then move forward and, and implement it and become a stronger man. I urge you and I challenge you, when I have to go in on you, whether it be killing a simp or talking about men that get divorced and all this stuff, sit with it, man. I don't know what it is about y'all wanting to hear women uh, being exposed, but when it is the moment I expose you, which I have a very balanced approach, I expose women's bullshit and I expose men's bullshit, our bullshit. And so I need you to be as participative with those shows because it's gonna mean something to you when you do that. It means something to me too. It helps the channel grow and the business grow, but it also does something. If, if you tend to embrace something that doesn't sit well with you, but you embrace it because you know it's true, it does mess with you, but you embrace it. That's when change begins to take place. And so I thought I'd throw that out there. I'm not gonna you know, hone in on it too much, but I'm noticing when I do shows of exposing women, you guys love it, you laugh, you're hitting the like button, you're commenting, and that's because you know, well, I'm talking about her. But when I talk about you, you don't tend to like that that much. And I'm gonna tell you right now, men should want to grow. Men should want to change. Men should want to be challenged. Men should want to get their hands dirty. Men should want to look in that mirror. When you look in that mirror, bro, you know, now you can release something and move in a different direction. So I thought I'd mention that. The Health and Wealth Podcast comes in with another 20, 30 on the day. Thank you, sir, for that. The champion life can be very lonely. And I, and I would agree that you're going to be alone. Um, I think once you start hitting your stride as a champion, that loneliness will eventually become enjoyable or that, that, that alone time rather, because it's not really lonely. I don't get lonely. Um, I really don't get lonely. I don't remember the last time I felt lonely or bored. I, 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 even when I sit in a quiet room, I am not bored at all. <laughs> I, I, um, 
but it takes a long time to get there. Okay. It has to be intentional where you go into intentional solitude and you're prioritizing yourself, making your own food, learning new things about yourself. And so it, he's right that while you begin this journey, it may feel lonely, but as you hit your stride within this journey, you begin to coast and that loneliness dissipates and, and alone time becomes enjoyable. And you almost don't even want to abandon it anymore, which can sometimes look as like, okay, I think I, I was by myself too long because now I, I, don't, I don't want to abandon my alone time. So it's kind of a trade-off. You know, you get used to being around people, but once you prioritize yourself, you want to be with yourself. It's an amazing transition. Um, but, you know, there's a time for socialization. But um, I want to read this real quick. It will get very lonely and something that can be tough, especially without kids. Okay. Where do you think a man should get the comfort or mental support? I have used work, but since having more money, a coach. Honestly, let me be honest with you. Many of my clients that are very well to do, I'm talking like mad money. Okay. Sometimes they just want to talk to me. They're like, listen, I want to book a session with you. I enjoy hearing your outlook on life, your, your perspective. Just when we get on the phone, I feel more manly. I feel more refreshed. I feel revitalized. And so I don't always have my clients come to me with a specific problem. It may come up something going on. I'll find it and then I'll, you know, I'll highlight it. That's part of my job is to find where problems exist that maybe you sweeped under the rug or you refuse to acknowledge, okay? That's my job. However, a lot of my clients that are well-to-do just enjoy talking to me. They feel more masculine. It's like therapy getting on the phone with me and talking about life. And so you'll get that if you have, one option is a mentor, a mentor that you're comfortable with, a mentor that you can trust. Um, You're gonna get it. Trust me, many of my clients, when we're off the phone, they're like, I feel better. Um, I feel more masculine. I feel like I can go out and put some new things into action. And so this is why I created the annual coaching bundle so we can spend more time together. And so that's one thing I'll tell you. Get a mentor, someone you can trust, and spend some time with them, okay? Um, Let's see what Danny says here. A lot of dudes don't want to take accountability because it's easier just to blame the woman. Yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Um, Mo Money says, been divorced, sat with my thoughts. I learned so much, guys. Yeah, that's good. Michael Townsend, I, I, you have helped me so much, uh, helped me be a man about my actions and mistakes. The growth has been amazing and still evolving. Respect, salute. Armando Hughes, my, uh, your famous words, it's the truth that haunts you. Yeah, man, it's not the lies that haunt you. It's the truth. And that is, that will outlive me. And it's such a profound uh, realization is that it's never the lies that haunt you. It's the truth that is always haunting you. And, I, you know, the truth is beautiful, man. Even if it's, even if it hurts, even if it does hurt, sometimes the truth does hurt. So what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, salute to Uncle Guns, always uh, acknowledging people in the chat room, and thank you. 
Andrew even says, look, Andrew's an annual client of mine, and he's a youngster. He's like 27 years old, 27, 28, uh, in his late 20s, out of New York. And every time we get on the phone, I try to, you know, I convict him, but I also appreciate him and celebrate him in spots where I see maybe he does. I coached a guy the other day, and a Hispanic guy, he had a lot going on for himself for a guy in his late 20s, and I had to highlight it. He's like, Coach, no one's ever told me how well I'm doing. I always feel like I ain't doing shit. I said, bro, you're ahead of the game. Like, be proud of yourself. Like, that's part of my job It's not to sell you a lie, but to expose you to the truth. And sometimes even the truth is you deserve to be celebrated. Sometimes that is the truth, and that's my job to do it. LeBron, $15. Coach, I appreciate the fact when you, uh, when you challenge us as men, your advice, oh, pardon me, that was a, that was a statement. Uh, Coach, I appreciate the fact when you challenge us as men, your advice has helped me in many ways. Thank you. I'm happy to hear it. Uh, BBL Buster, $5. One thing I admire is that no matter the topic or its intensity, it's always a high vibration program with Co- Coach Hill. Thank you, sir. It begins and ends with me. You know, um, some shows I go in and, and, you, and you see, I mean everything I say. There's never ever been one thing I've said that I didn't mean. Now, could it have been presented a little more tasteful? Of course, that's always something that, you know, could happen. But part of that rawness is the reason why you subscribe here. And so even the rawness is me. But I've never said anything I don't mean. I've always meant everything I said. You have never heard me say something I didn't mean. I've, I've meant it. Um, but it begins and ends with me too. You know, like uh, I'm, I'm always fine tuning and refining things as well. Steve Clark. Now, coach, I need that exposure. I've been in a marriage for 25 years, got a divorce four years ago, and I am still lost on some new things. Your shows on exposing and critiquing men is so much needed. Thank you. Yeah, man, if, you ever, if you're in a position to uh, hire me, it could be useful for a guy like you, um, you know, entering this new chapter of your life away from your marriage. Um, well, listen, guys, it's been a great show. Uh, run it back. Listen to that date night advice. Um, and I want to thank you. We will return Monday uh, for our show. This is a 15-episode season of the Everett Overton Show. We're already on four. So we're moving things along. It's every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll be done in about five weeks. Killing the Simp Shorts uh, will come back. Season five of Killing the Simp Shorts version uh, will begin Monday. And so um, you'll start seeing Killing the Simp Shorts by yours truly on Monday. Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell. You don't want to miss those things. Um, And then we will continue to work, man. So easy cleans on TikTok, $5. You taught me to use alone time to recreate and prioritize myself and my priorities and to always show gratitude for myself and my loved ones. Salute. Yeah, man, because they're not going to be there one day. You know, no one's defeating death. And... You know, sometimes death is is beautiful. You know, um, I think death can be beautiful. There's always a there's a there's a beginning and an end to everything. 
Um, I, th I think that's something that we have to be cognizant of as we tread through life is that there's always a beginning and there's always an end. And so enjoy it all, man. Train yourself to appreciate the ups and downs of life, even the emotions of life. Everyone's emotional. Every human being experiences anger, jealousy, envy, frustration, joy, love, hate. Some uh, uh, to a larger degree than others, depending on n their nurturing and their genetics. But, <clears throat> but you're going to feel a lot of, you're going to feel everything in this life. Be prepared for it. No one is walking around here like a robot. Now, some people may appear more stoic, but that's really an act. Um, stoicism is an act. Um, and it's a, it's a helpful act. It can benefit you to um, um, stay in frame and be stoic. It can benefit you in some situations to pause and not just act emotionally. Of course, every emotional decision uh, well, every decision is emotional. Let's, let's make sure, even when you're being logical and you're staying in frame, as people like to say, and remaining stoic, you, you have evaluated your, the possible outcomes in your mind, and you've decided that the result of just being still right now will um, produce more favor, a, fa a more favorable outcome. But that's still, you've processed your emotions in order to do that. That was an emotional decision. It just wasn't a reckless decision. It was emotional, but it was more methodical and more thought out. But it was still emotional. Um, so I want some guys, to, you understand that even when you're being logical, you're still being emotional because you've just trained yourself to kind of live in the future. And that's what every decision is emotional. Every decision, every feeling, it, it involves it emotion. You just learn how to sometimes suspend your emotion. And as you begin to experience more emotions, you, they become a little bit more, you become acclimated to that emotion. And so like, it's almost like you've gone on a roller coaster ride for the first time that will uh, produce a new emotion. You might feel like, wow, what a rush. Go on it 10 times. You'll be texting on the ride, bro. It won't have the same effect because you've experienced it enough through repetition. And so that's why I say experienced men usually are the men that got it going on because they've seen it. They've felt that. They've been punched. They've lost. Okay. They've lost money. They had to make a comeback. Um, they felt vagina. When you feel enough vagina, bro, you ain't going to go crazy for it. Not me. Once you feel enough vagina, you ain't going to go crazy for that shit. But if you haven't tasted a lot of vagina and someone throws you a cracker, shout out Eddie Murphy Raw, and you're going to be like, is that a Ritz? Is that a Ritz? That was, that was a Ritz. That was a Ritz. And that's the truth. <laughs> so um, Danny, $10. Thank you so much for that, Danny. And uh, 40 on the day, man. Another 10 from the Health and Wealth Podcast. Thank you. I normally have a lot of the answers and sometimes all of the success can make you forget you are still human. I'll book a call. Thank you. Yeah, we're, I'm human, man. Um, I get irritable. I get angry. Um, I get pissed off. I get more of those things than I am like, like calm, if you want to know the truth. But I've trained myself to almost predict anger. Let me give you this and I'll go. 
I can almost predict, I kind of like learn myself so much in my genetics. Like I act like my father and I, my, my father's been gone since I was three. How could I act like my father? Well, I have a lot of him in me. So I, I'm, you know, a lot of my decisions are not even me. It's, it's my blood, it's my bloodline, it's my genetics. Um, it's my chemistry, it's my body, it's my brain chemistry. So you have to learn yourself. I can predict like I'm going to be angry tomorrow. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to wake up angry about something or something's going to easily perturb me. So if you predict it, like I was mad about something before this show. I was mad about something. Okay. But I just went in my walk-in closet and I was mad about something. And I, I just went, it's all right. We're going to get that fixed. Instead of erupting, I experienced that anger and I just said, what, what benefit are you going to get being mad right now? You got to go do a show. You got to go teach men. It's time to teach. Get into teach mode. You'll address that problem later and I will. And so I am more irritable and angry and domineering than anything else. I am a very dominant man. Um, I like things my way. My way is, is dope as fuck. Um, I'm very much a control freak, but... My, my, control, um, my control freak ways has benefited me so much in my life. Like it's, it's saved my life actually being a control freak at times. In other ways, it's, 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 it's destroyed things. But I'm gonna say this, being a control freak, I've benefited more from being a control freak than I haven't, far more. I would actually say it's probably 80-20. By being a control freak and micromanaging every aspect of my life, I've benefited 85% more. I've lost and destroyed about 15%, but that's, that's expected loss. I expected to lose it. I can't win everything. And so I'll say this to you. I micromanage everything. I like it this way. Um, I am respected for this. And outcomes are favorable 85, 90% of the time. That 10 to 15% where it doesn't go well or I lose something or someone, I expect that. I forecast that that loss will be there. And so when it's done, it's done. I'm okay with it. Because I, just like a business, I expected that to happen. And so you, you have to know yourself in order to get through this life. I, I am an angry man at times. Um, it's very seldom when I feel... Um, happy. Um, I don't need to feel happy. That's another thing. I don't need to feel happy. I just need to know that my life and the lives around me of the people that matter, that we're doing okay. I don't need happiness with that. If I know we have shelter, we have food, you know, we have opportunities, we have our health, I don't need much more. You know, happiness and all that stuff, it's not on my radar. I don't need happiness. I just need consistency. I don't need happiness, okay? <laughs> so, and I'm telling you, I'm being very transparent. Happiness is not something that's on my radar. When I make money, you know, I eat a good sandwich. You know, I can eat a steak. You know, I can eat a steak. I mean, you know, that makes me happy. I can eat a steak. You know, I could, I could you know, buy a property. I could, you know, invest into something. That, that is masculine. That secures, that gives me security. That also gives my loved ones security. Anytime my mother asks me for something, I give it to her. There has not been, I told my mother this, there has not been one moment ever 
that my mother hasn't requested something of me and I didn't give it to her. Not once. Now, was there times my mother, I asked my mother for something and she didn't give it to me? Hell yeah. But I can go to my grave or, or the incinerator, one of the two, probably the incinerator. I can go to my grave knowing that when my mother asked me for something, I never said no. Never. But you're going to have to say no if you don't put yourself in a position to have access to resources to help. This is why as men, we need to continue to work, continue to grind, continue to make money, continue to put ourselves in a position to be assets because there's going to be, you're a man. There's going to be times you need to buy something. You need to get something. Somebody does need a helping hand. Can you help them? Look at this. Look at these guys. This guy giving me $500, a thousand in a week. The hundo club, you guys, twenties and fifties, you're working, man. You appreciate me and I appreciate you. And so, um, but I'm a control freak. And I'm never not going to be a control freak. I've settled into that shit. I'm going to micromanage every part of my life. And there's an 85% of the time, 90% I'm going to win. And there's going to be 10 to 15% of the time I'm not going to win. But I, I accept that and I expect that. <laughs> I am angry a lot. I am that, uh, I'm angry. You may not see the anger. You may not actually see the anger because why do I need to show it to you? Uh, you don't, I'm angry. Um, I'm also very calm and peaceful at times, but not, I'm far less calm than I am angry. Okay. <laughs> and part of that anger is really associated with micromanagement. It's like, I, I like a clean house. I like what I like. I, I'm a creator. I want to see it the way I want to see it. I don't want no bullshit in my life. I'm not letting somebody come in and fuck up my shit. I like what I've created. This is beautiful to me. I don't want no woman fucking up, no mother fucking up, no sister, brother, aunt, uncle, friend, nobody. You're not going to fuck this up because I've created this. This is my pride and joy. This is like God looking at, the, at his creation and, and being well pleased. I am looking at my creation. I'm, I love this shit. This is me. And if I want to tear it down, I'll tear it down. When I want to add on, I'll add on. When I want to keep it where it's at, I'll keep it where it's at. But I'm going to be the decision maker of that situation. <laughs> Health and Wealth Podcast, man, another $10. Yeah, I'm definitely booking the call. Uh, the conqueror in me has quelled until the next mission and I feel, and, and I feel normal. Haha, ha, conquering life will make you have problems that you never knew yet. Yeah, yeah, and the more, pro hey, more money, more problems, kind of, unless you can live like you're broke, but I ain't living like I'm broke. I said this to someone yesterday, it was my mother. I said, I have done everything I wanted to do in this life so far, there is nothing that I have not wanted to do, that I haven't done. And so when I die, I will die empty. I will die empty <laughs> because I'm doing everything I want to do. If I wanted that car, I got that car. Um, if I wanted that property, that house, I got that house. If I couldn't get it, I said, I can't get it yet, but I'm going to get it in six months. If I couldn't get something, I can't get it now, but I'm going to get it in eight months. <laughs> okay. If, uh, if I... I didn't always get it right then, but I eventually got it because I formed a plan and I executed the plan and I, and I stuck to it. And so that's my specialty. That's, that's my strength is that 
uh, if I want it, I'm going to get it. And if it takes me micromanaging and fucking building up soldiers, okay, and yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, people, then that's what I'm going to fucking do. And that's what I do. <laughs> and guess what? All my soldiers, my soldiers are happy, though. My clients are happy. You know, my subscribers that, that, are, that are feeling this are happy. You know, um, my soldiers are fed. My soldiers are happy. Uh, my soldiers are in beautiful environments with a beautiful dude. I don't know what else I can give you, man. So um, let's get out of here, man. Great show. Run this back. Leave a comment down below. It helps the channel grow. Hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. And uh, book a session with me, man. That's where the magic happens, championgamecoaching.com. If you are a person who is doing well financially, but you need a lot of help, consider the annual. You get a lot for uh, the $10,000. There's a lot there. So uh, we'll see you guys in the next video, man. Much love. See you next week. Speaking of which, I didn't even mention it, man. If you want a fantastic date night fragrance, we talked about date, a date night. Mr. Central is where it's at, man. I don't know what you're waiting for. Stock is almost gone on Mr. Mysterious and Mr. Central. If you want to smell good on a date and you want a woman to notice you and, and even comment on what you're wearing, especially a close encounter, get these fragrances, Mr. Mysterious, Mr. Central, while supplies last, EverettOvertonCollection.com. If you're going to pick one of the two, get Mr. Central because that cherry note, this one is very, very manly, Mr. Mysterious, although there is a subtle sweetness to it, but it, it, as it dries down, it's a very masculine cologne. So if you're a masculine dude, you do construction work or some shit like that, I mean, you can even be, you know, wearing a suit. But Mr. Mysterious is great for that. But if you want to just smell like a player, get Mr. Central, man. All right, bro, we're getting out of here.